Welcome to Every Beat of Prayer, a podcast of the Highway Community, where we talk about the songs we sing and how they shape us as a church community. I'm your host, David Haley, and I'm excited to share this conversation with you. Here we go. Welcome everyone back to the Every Beat of Prayer podcast. My name is David, your host for the day here, joined again uh, by Nick Bartunik, our worship pastor. Hey, Nick. Hello. Uh, we've also got in the podcast studio with us today, Pepper the Dog. Oh, yeah. Who's functioning as our uh, both uh, supporter and uh, official podcast mascot, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to brand so much merch with her face for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's a spinoff podcast about dog worship. <laughs> not No, not dog worship, but like worship for dogs. Yeah. 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 We don't worship dogs no. at this church. No, let's be clear about yeah. that. But <laughs> anyways, back to, the, <laughs> back to what we're... Ha, now to pivot. <laughs> now to pivot. Uh, we're, I'm excited for our conversation today. We're digging into actually some of the songs that you've selected for us for the season mm-hmm. uh, and kind of digging into uh, both the story of the song and then really how that song uh, can shape us, what you hope that it does in us and kind of like for us as a church community. And so I'm really excited to kind of dig into uh, this line with you today, Nick, with our first song, Waymaker. Yes, this is this is an interesting one. So it's 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 a song that is probably uh, a, a, maybe not now, but at one point was inescapable. It's everywhere. It was it was it was everywhere. It was the Mastercard of yeah. you know worship songs. It was basically. waymaking all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but at the same time. Uh, it was also uh, a song that I think, uh, practically speaking, is really easy to sing and is yeah. like very catchy. And so there's yeah. a reason why it was big. It wasn't just big because some corporate Christian music fat cats pumped tons of yeah. you know promotion into it. It really kind of uh, it made a lot of um, it made a long journey on its own on its own worth, I guess, is one way of putting it. Yeah, there's like there's lots of themes in the song that are resonant kind of like across lots of different stories and lots of different backgrounds yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing. Tell us a little bit more about the the backstory to the song itself. Yeah, so the way that I like to tell the backstory is starting with a question, which is I'll ask people, you know, who do you think wrote this song? And uh, I, and you know, maybe if you at home listening to the podcast, you just want to think about the pause the podcast and think about that for five <laughs> minutes without using Google. Um, maybe it will make what I'm about to say even more impactful. But um, yeah, I usually like to say, who do you think wrote this song? And the, the common, the common responses are number one, Leland, because yep. they had a big hit with that song. Yep. And then other people kind of just make like easy off the cuff guesses, like, you know, pick your, Pick your famous white guy worship pastor, yeah. M- Matt Wickham, <laughs> Red, you know, Chrisman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to meet that guy. He, yeah. he, he sounds like a secret experiment that CCLI <laughs> did to create the world's perfect worship pastor. Um, yeah. So, so start with that. And, and I think why I asked that question is because I think it um, exposes kind of a paradigm that mm. we have here in the West. So, uh, you probably already picked up on that. None of those people wrote the song. No, Actually, the, the, the person who wrote that song is a female Nigerian singer named Sinach, who um, 
most folks here in the West probably don't know. And she did. She wrote the song Waymaker. Um, you can go on YouTube and find the original recording of that. Mm. So there's a couple of reasons why I think the story is powerful and uh, about like the origin of the song. Um, unfortunately, the paradigm that many folks have about Christianity or the quote kingdom of God, right, is like somehow for us as Westerners, we're like, oh, yeah, like it's all happening here in the U.S. Actually, the average, like if you look at the world average Christian, the world average Christian is a 20 something uh, African woman. Hmm. And so that's something to consider, right? That, yeah. that guess what? God is working powerfully in other places besides the USA. So the cultural expressions that come out, you know, for again, we're talking averages, like are probably not going to necessarily look like what we would use on a Sunday morning for worship. So I think that's a powerful image, like mental image for us to hold when we sing the song. But then on the flip side, you also have multiple recordings of the song. Like it is a song yeah. that people really love yeah. and is powerful on its own two feet. Uh, if you look at Nigeria, you know, even over the last decades um, and and especially more recently, like it's a country that has a lot of troubles. Like mm -hmm. it really does. It, it's experiencing a lot of lot of issues it's been politically like unstable for a long time for all sorts of reasons right um it's a it's a it's a it's a happening country though at the same time like there's a lot of things happening there they've got their own kind of flourishing film industry they they they've got you know they border some but they also border some conflict areas like so yeah. if there's a song that i think kind of clicks for me when i think about that it would be waymaker right mm -hmm. you know um just Praising God for God's faithfulness, consistency, makes the way, is a promise keeper. Like there's some real psalmy language there yep. that I think is really powerful. And I'll, I'll, I'll just be honest in saying like, I don't know if this is a direct result of having read some scriptures, but, but I recognize the language and I think that the language is absolutely appropriate in terms yeah. of like how we try to use art through song to express yeah. God and God's character. Um, this idea of Yahweh being, you know, the God that is merciful and has taken um, the people of Israel out of Egypt and has provided for them. Um, you know, that's a, that's, that's kind of the story of the Hebrew scriptures is like, here's all the ways that we just as human beings keep screwing up, but God is the consistent factor yeah. through all of that. So there's, so there's that, aspect to it as well. The other the other thing too that I really appreciate is there is in all throughout uh praise and worship, like seriously going all the way back to if you look at the the Hebrew scriptures, if you listen to if you go and on YouTube, there's actually people that have like musicologists who have like tried to recreate what did the music sound like in the mm. ancient Near East? Like what were the modes and kind of just musical formats, right? Um, repetition and like continuing to sing God's praises, mm. continuing to remember, continue to repeat lines. You know, you have Moses stopping everyone at the Jordan saying like, we're going to remember before we cross this river. Like we're going to take a little bit of time to like repeat the stories. And there's also, and you've preached on this. It's like, go back and retell the stories that like, continue yeah. to retell. The song is repetitive, right? You, you know, Waymaker, Miracle, where, you know, you fall back on that chorus yeah. a lot. That is who you are. That That's the bridge, yeah. is that is who you are. Yeah. So that's a mode that spans thousands of years of praising God. 
Um, and and I think that that's that's a mode that we shouldn't we shouldn't lessen its value. The repetitive. I, I once heard a Anglican theologians say, you know, repetition is not redundancy. Like mm. we need repetition as Christians. Uh, we need to constantly remind our dumb selves, like who God is <laughs> yeah. and why we need God. And we also need to sing that out loud to each other on Sunday mornings. We need to like stand in that place of just, pro- you know, God doesn't like need us to say these things. Yeah, God knows, you know, everything knows his own character, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's about like us probably more remembering together. Yeah. And then also there's, there's the procl- proclamation of praise as well. So, um, I, I think if you want to look at the 30,000 foot view, it's beautiful, poetic justice that, um, one of the largest, uh, worship songs in the last, you know, five years, 10 years is actually from Africa being brought to the West. Yeah. Fancy that. Uh, but there's also a real beautiful uh, sort of form and mode in the song that yeah. is like, I think you could very make an easy argument, like is tied to kind of a biblical way of thinking about worship and repetition and, and speaking God's character. Yeah. 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 I really appreciate that. And there's so many themes kind of like that are alive in the song that do get that kind of like repetitive nod. There's uh, God's presence, yes. God's activity, you yeah. know, in the midst of, you know, maybe when it's not like super obvious or like really visible, uh, there's kind of like the consistency of God's character and kind of like falling back onto that and calling out, uh, to that. Um, what about this song feels resonant to you about like where we are as a church community right now? Yeah. So I recently had a conversation with someone at someone at highway came up to me after a service and um they had said you know i looked through the playlist of songs and i saw that there were a lot more songs of lament and i and and they they're basically what they said is yeah it's about time like i'm excited to lament (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm like yeah amen you know that's great (laughs) yeah um so so with that in mind, hold hold that on one side yeah. and then balance that with this idea that like I think also one way to lament I think is also to hold up a, that reminder of God's mm. character and also to I mean that's that's a very psalmy thing too. You've yeah. got Lord, everyone hates me and where are you and you're not listening to me and oh by the way, you're the best and yeah. I love you and you're great. <laughs> it, it it really is a little bit manic sometimes. Yeah. Like it's not just cut and dry like like yeah. you know the psalmist whether it's David or or another psalmist yeah. like they they stand in tension yeah. really well. And I think that's a I think that should actually convict and humble yeah. us as when we think about how we worship. Yeah. Um that it it shouldn't just all be Happy, happy, joy, joy. Actually, yeah. I think that that can. I actually think that can be mm. damaging, and mm. we can talk about that later. But um, so, so the song like Waymaker is hopeful. It's it's a reminder. I mean, we we need as the church right now in America specifically, like we need to process a lot. And there's a lot that within our own communities, specific communities, we probably need to process with COVID, with uh, just just the violence and like upheaval that we've seen, yeah. the the political division that yeah. was really um, destroy. I mean, it's destroy uh, destroying families. Like yeah. I mean, it really is. Like people are having hard conversations. Christians are are arguing with Christians, and so um, I don't say any of that to sound 
doom and gloomy just to say like that's kind of the reality of like what's what we're all experiencing out in the world like undeniably yeah. um you know just log on <laughs> facebook it you know if, if facebook's actually not crashed you yeah. know you can log on <laughs> and and see um and see kind of what's going on and and we read in the news right yeah. so all of that to say so what's our response yeah to that right we should hold intention like lament but but on the flip side the other the balancing of that is to say yeah, you're good. That is who mm. you are. You're the way maker, like trusting that God's going to be able to yeah. get us through these things. So I would actually say this song should be held, and I would hope that our community can hold it as a response to what's going on around us mm. individually and corporately. Yeah. And then also as the church yeah. too. So it, it, it can be used in any way you please. Like it can be used in a personal circumstance. It can be used just as a corporate cry. It can be used as like a thought exercise, you know, mm-hmm. even just intellectually, you can just kind of remind yourself of these things or, or yeah. it's a, it's a, it has good, a good emotional edge too. So you can sing it out, yeah. you know, as a, as a song of praise and cry, it can be a cry to the Lord at the same time. So yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm hoping people will, will get out of it or interact. That's when they interact with it. That's what I hope that they'll yeah. get. Yeah. No, that's really awesome. And, you know, we talked in the first episode about how, uh, the songs that we sing, uh, can shape us and, and like form us and, and impact us. And that's a really beautiful way uh, to think about how to hold this song as uh, a, a response to uh, the, uh, the chaos and the uncertainty and the difficulty of uh, the time uh, that we're in yeah. uh, and kind of like coming back and holding on to like, not running away from that, but kind of like, okay, what do we do in the midst of that reality? Yeah. Right. We kind of like yeah. hold on to this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if life is a struggle, which which it is, that's, that's you know, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> then, then we have to ask ourselves, like, how is Christ followers, like, how do we respond to the struggle of life? Like, what's the... And this is maybe a crass way of thinking about it, but just to kind of help paint a picture is like, how, what's the toolkit that yeah. we're using, right? And we all assemble a different toolkit. And, you know, if you're trying to like craft, you know, if you're crafting a piece of wood into something, you're, you don't have one grit of sandpaper for the whole job, right? You right. have like a variety of degrees and layers that help you like smooth out the wood and like, and, and respond to probably a lumpy piece of stump, you know, <laughs> um, in a way that ends up being, can be a beautiful thing in yep. the end, but you can't just, it, it can't just be one tool fits all. And so this is just, I would say this is one grit of sandpaper yeah. in kind of our toolkit in terms of like how, how we respond in worship. Yeah. Um, and again, like I, I also want to like caveat a bit that my personal philosophy is that this is ultimately, and I'll probably say this a bunch through the podcast, this is ultimately art. We're trying to use a, a, a medium and, and language, human language to try to express something that like will never be fully expressible until Christ comes back. Yeah. (laughs) So we also need to like hold, we need to give ourselves a little bit of like buffer and space in the midst of any song we're singing. Uh, or any worship experience that it's no song or sermon or s- worship service or Bible group is going to fully capture and touch on every single beat that would be required to fully express God's character mm-hmm. or God's story with us as human beings. Like that's going to take 
years of different songs and different Sundays to like paint some larger picture. And then by the time we're on our deathbed, maybe we'll get it right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's truly like the way that I see it. And, but that's a beautiful thing, yeah. right? There's so much grace in that and so yeah. much space in that. And so, um, you know, just moving forward as we begin to talk about more songs, you know, that's, that's something I, I hope that as listeners to the podcast, like if that can kind of be that, what I've just said can kind of be in the background yeah. of our heads, like that'll be a helpful uh, maybe lens to look at yeah. some some of these songs. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We've talked about where the song comes from. We've talked about how it's kind of contextualized within the season, kind of what we hope uh, that it does in and through us uh, as a church community. Uh, last question. Do you have a favorite lyric or like a part of the song uh, that stands out to you? Yeah. Um, you know, so I often will get tricked by this thing that happens in songs which is where you sing a line and you're like oh man that melody and that lyric is so powerful and then you read the lyric by itself and you're like oh that's not very good you know <laughs> and 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 so so i'm not saying that about this song but i am saying that there is a little bit of that illusion because the bridge that is who you are yeah. like that to me is a really powerful melody that captures kind of the the cry of the song for yeah. me personally and then to say that is who you are like there's something kind of very cosmic and universal about that line. Like you think of Jesus saying like, be, you know, before time I am, or like yeah. there's that I am Yahweh language that gets yeah. used. Um, so you are, you know, is like, a, it's a kind of a powerful statement mm -hmm. when we're thinking about God. So that's, that's something that I really like. I mean, if you just, if someone's like, Hey, check out this cool lyric. And it just said, that is who you are. You'd be like, Hmm, you cool. know, cool. Great. I'm yeah. glad it worked for you. <laughs> But there's something about that mixed with the melody. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, even when I can't see it, you're working. Like, yeah. that's also one of my favorite lines yeah. in the song because, yeah, I mean, how many times do we think that God starts and stops based on, like, whether we're praying or whether yeah. we're thinking good thoughts or whether we're, like, doing the right thing? It's yeah. like, no, God pretty much is steamrolling time and space constantly. Like, there's no way we can we can't stop God. And that's yeah. beautiful. That's a powerful thing. Like it's not our own mental or emotional yeah. or physical faculties that like, you know, animate God, like we're animated by the Holy spirit, if anything. Right. So, yeah. um, it's, it's just, that's a great, it's just a great reminder. I love that lyric. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I was thinking about that question earlier and that's the lyric that stands out to me too. And just recognizing so often that it can be, uh, so easy to just kind of fall into things aren't going the way that I thought that they would or mm -hmm. the way that I wanted them to. Uh, kind of well, welcome to like 2020. <laughs> uh, and just that re just that reminder is like it's such a powerful thing. And then I think even to hold the, the, that those lyrics were written uh uh, where they were written and yeah. by whom they were written. Yeah. Uh, I think that that adds an even kind of like more powerful uh, a reminder or like layer to the song. And there's something really beautiful, I think, about when we can gather together as a church and sing this song together. Yeah. Because uh, we all come into a space on a Sunday morning or whenever it is that we're singing together. Uh, we've had totally different experiences a week, maybe even that day. And yeah. like being able to come together uh, from all of those different spaces uh, and sing that. Uh, even if that doesn't feel, I've had, I've had this experience on a Sunday morning. It's like, even if that lyric doesn't feel true for me, like I can sit and receive that lyric and like, listen to my church community, sing that and, yeah. and, and like be reminded by, yeah. uh, like, 
uh, be, be reminded by what other people can offer kind of like, yeah. uh, in the midst of that. And so that's a really, yeah. that's a really powerful thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a good word. Yep. Uh, Waymaker. It's a great song. Excited to lean into it yeah. in this coming season. Thanks for taking some time to, uh, pull back the curtain a little bit yeah, and, and bring us into, uh, where the song comes from and how it fits into, uh, this season that we're in here at Absolutely. highway. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the podcast. We will see you next time. See you later. Thank you for joining us on the Every Beat of Prayer podcast. This has been a production of the Highway Community, a church rooted in core values of truth, authenticity, hope, and community, and seeking to live out Jesus's greatest commandment to love God and to love others together here in Silicon Valley. If you'd like to find out more information about Highway, or if you'd like to get connected to the ministry here, please visit our website, highway.org, to get started. See you next time.